The business of learning is changing. Learn how to prepare your organization and work with your team to thrive as the demand for learning and development continues to rise. Tune in every week to hear from your host, Casper Spilo, and a range of experts and decision makers as we tackle what this means for L&D professionals, their employees, and business leaders. Now here's your host, Casper Spiro. Hi, welcome to another episode of Changing the Business of Learning. And today we're talking about a change that, uh, well, sort of the, the buzz of the, the talk of the town lately, uh, AI, especially after the launch of ChatGPT, everybody's talking about it. And I already covered a bit on that in an earlier episode of the podcast, but today I want to dive in a bit deeper and I really want to sort of look a bit closer. So what are the differences of content created by an AI bot like uh, ChatGPT? Uh, versus a person that creates content. So we are looking into that. So it's, of course, a really interesting topic. If you like, uh, we are an, uh, uh, an authoring tool where we facilitate people to create content. So the question is, will that be taken over or not? So in the earlier podcast, I sort of uh, post my position that I think that AI, uh, at least for the coming, uh, let's say, 10 years or so, it's a supportive technology. So it can take over generic content creation, but not really specific content creation. But I want to take one step deeper than that and sort of look uh, at that. So the question that is uh, today, the topic, so will AI take over content creation from human or not? And if we look at it, what are the differences? So what are the pros and the cons of doing things versus uh, with AI versus doing things with, uh, with, with people? So um, also taking into account uh, the knowledge we have on instruction design, how to structure courses, things like that. So uh, all that is taken into account. So one thing that is really important that you have in the back of your mind is that AI basically is nothing else than a tool that scrapes the web on a certain domain analyzes that and then has like the most generic outcome of that as the truth so the thing that is posted most on the web on a certain topic becomes sort of the truth in uh, ai or it has a combination of a couple of things but it is just the content from the web so what it will not really do is create like new content for you it is always looking at content that uh, that is out there analyzing that and generalizing that so uh, and it does by the way a tremendous job on that so the other day i uh, so i'm, I'm running experiments with uh, uh, jet gpt uh, especially and a couple of other services that can also generate questions from content and certain things that they they do are are awesome so the brainstorming the ideation it's it's incredible it's really impressive um if you look at how they can help you write in a better way so for example it's now so easy to create like a grammarly like interface or uh, they uh, your your grammar is improved your sense improved and it can be language independent uh, it's easy to create like a recap of something uh, it's very uh, uh, it, it's possible to create like a question based out of the content that you uh, created, and so those are all things where ChatGPT has a huge impact uh, in assisting an author creating content either faster or better, or both better content faster, which is of course the ultimate outcome. So um, if we look at uh, the, the biggest difference, then I already mentioned that it is like generic versus specific. 
So AI content by its nature is generic content. It's the average outcome of all the scraped content and that is presented based on the question that you ask the, the tool. Uh, at Easy Generator, we facilitate what we call amply generated learning. So what we are looking for is content that is specific for companies. So uh, a certain customer of us, uh, there is a, a specialist on a certain domain. And then it's not that interesting, what is the generic knowledge or something? It is, how do we do that in our company? The thing is that a very large part of, the, of that content or a, a part of that content is generic information. Let's say, for example, I want to create a course on how we uh, work with, uh, try to prevent um, uh, phishing, uh, email phishing from happening. Then probably I could, would start my course with a general introduction. What is that topic and what are the risks and things like that. That kind of content, because it's really generic and there's a lot of it out there. If you ask uh, a, a chatbot like ChatGPT to create that content, you will just get like a perfect job done. So to create one or two pages with an intro content, that's perfect. But then what is our policy at Easy Generator? What do we think is most important? So what kind of specific uh, notions do we have? That kind of content can only be provided by people from the organization. And with that, they can have to be created by uh, the author. So what you see, it is generic versus specific content, so generic AI, specific the human part. But very often in courses, they're sort of mingled together because you do need a generic introduction. Uh, and then you go into the specifics of how do you do it in your company? And I think uh, it's an interesting one because if this is true, then the whole AI thing will be a way bigger challenge for default content. So we have a lot of libraries with courses on a certain topic, uh, and whether it's from LinkedIn or, well, there are Open Sesame or whatever, there are tons of organizations out there providing default content or the MOOCs that we have. They are generic courses. And they are sort of the first that are sort of, uh, well, sort of challenged by the AI bot because they can create content like that as well. So that is one. The other thing what we see if you create uh, a course with an AI or learning content with uh, an AI engine, it tends to be really content oriented. So the idea is, so if I ask, for example, can you create for me a course on how to print email phishing, then it will, can you create an outline for me? It will give you a perfect outline. But this outline is completely on the topic. So what kind of information is there available? What kind of things do you need to take into account? So all valuable things. What it doesn't do is the didactics of it. So it doesn't sort of translate that in a format where people can actually change their behavior, which is the goal for learning. So it is not just knowledge transfer, and that is more facilitated by AI bots. In my mind, it is really about a learning experience and a learning experience is only valuable if it leads to a different behavior or new behavior. So that is something that an AI bot will probably not do. So it can help you sort of uh, create an outline of the content you need to present, but it's only a starting point because then as an author, you need to think, okay, what do I want from, what kind of behavior do I want from my submit experts or from my, my, my coworkers that they actually will do? So I don't want them to click on the link. And how can I actually, with all that information in mind, how can I make that happen? So that's a really different perspective. And that's a perspective that I haven't seen from any AI engine so far. So maybe it will come. But I think that it's really content driven, at least that it is for the moment.
So the other thing, uh, already touched a bit on that, it's uh, close to the generic versus specific, but it's like the relevance and context. So what uh, you see if you ask questions to an AI bot, very often you get like not only generic information, but sometimes it sort of misses the right context. So, and with that, the value of the information drops. So it's not only that, that the technical part is missing, but also it will give you like, uh, that, it will sort of form its own context and that doesn't always match yours. And so it's something that you have to work on and maybe it is how you ask and what kind of instruction do you give the AI bot and maybe you can get a better output of that. But I tried a few things and then, uh, sometimes, uh, yeah, it's sort of, uh, yeah, just the information is not incorrect, but it doesn't really fit the need that I had in mind. Um, so um, uh, that, that is one of the things to take into account as well. Then it's all about the question of reliability. And that's interesting because um, you know that uh, the information comes from the web and it can be incorrect. Uh, so I actually tried a couple of things and indeed I found quite a few errors in the content. So you have to check it, but there's nothing new there. If a submitter expert create a course, you have to create the content and create content. You have to check it as well. Um, maybe a submitter expert is a bit more reliable. It depends on the submitter expert, or maybe the AI bot is a bit more reliable. So indeed, you can't go blind on that single source of content, whether it's an AI bot or a submitter expert. I think you need to check the content anyway. So you always need. We have a review option easy generator. So we always tell people, ask at least two or three of your coworkers to review your content, to see what you have written, if it's correct, if it's complete, and uh, if it's uh, done in the right way. So although there's a lot of questions about reliability of AI generated content, I think you could say the same for any content that is created. And that is really interesting to sort of uh, look at the, the accuracy and uh, potential bias. And so what I found is that it really depends a lot on the instruction you give your, your AI engine. So um, yeah, basically it is rubbish in, is rubbish out. So if I sort of uh, give a bad assignment, I will get bad content, but also if the content that, that has been scraped from web is bad, you will never get a proper result. So it is really interesting to, uh, the, the, to, to sort of tweak that accuracy but for me, it's still unclear how good or how bad AI bots uh, will be in that. So I tried a couple of things. Some of the things are really spot on. I'm quite impressed. And other things are way off because it sort of interprets things in a wrong way. And then it sort of goes off from there and it, well, it, it becomes worth, a, 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 yeah, the, the, the further it goes, the, the, the worse it gets. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so really good experience there with AI generated content, but also really bad ones. So, uh, if you look at ethics and confidentiality, um, I think that EGL will always have a clear advantage over any AI bot. So, um, there is no ethic uh, in any AI bot, and hopefully there is in, in people. Uh, so if you have your subpoena experts creating content, they will take that into account. They have certain beliefs, they have the values of your company, they will take that into account while writing the content. And those are all things that you can never have from an AI bot, of course, not a generic AI bot. Maybe in the future, if you have that software working on purely on content of your organization, 
your intranet, your content created, so your learning content. And if that is big enough, then maybe it will become like knowledgeable on how you do things. But that is something which is not the case yet. So the chats that what that we have now, the AI that we have now, have the generic information. So with that, they don't know your values. They don't know what how you used to do your business. They don't know your tone of voice and all those kind of things. So with that, uh, it's clearly uh, that uh, people will win from an AI bot always. And the other thing is that creating learning content by supplemental expert, it's not just um, uh, creating content. It's not just that the output that matters. The process itself is also important. So supplemental expert working together, creating content, or a supplemental expert just by himself creating content on a certain topic, there will be learning happening one way or the other. So if you collaborate with other people, you exchange information and you will get to a higher level of learning. But for example, I'm now writing a book on empty learning and I thought, okay, I just write down what I already tell for like 10 years. But when I'm writing it down, I think, wait a minute, if you have this and that, then probably you need to consider that as well. And I'm working with my co colleague uh, Vaidehi on that. We have discussions and we get really new insights. So I'm learning every day I'm writing, Every day is a day that I learn a lot. I get new insights or just being able to put something that is in your mind with a certain idea behind it, to put it in writing in one simple definition, that is so hard. But it will force you to sort of think it through and rethink it and make your thoughts on that topic way more uh, clear. So uh, that is what will not happen with AI. You will just get output. You will not have to process. So that is uh, uh, a distinct uh, difference. So um, what we did is we, we gave an AI bot a task. And I just want to sort of, uh, as a wrap up, uh, look into that. So we had one of our customers was looking, they had to renew the contract and they were looking at a competitive tool. And they really liked a couple of things there. So what they asked us, uh, or what we asked ourselves, okay, how do we compare to that tool? But we also asked one of the separate experts there to do that same thing. So we had like people comparing the tools, and we also asked the same question to uh, a, a GPT to compare the two tools uh, based on the documentation it has. Um, it was really interesting because what we thought is that uh, it was a case for employee generated learning and the question was basically so which tool is best suited for this this business case and what you will see is that um, um, the uh, the context and details that the sme provided uh, information very specific on every criteria that was listed by the client and that was sort of completely missing in ChatGPT. So it didn't really look at specific content from the customer. It was more just presenting all the information on the topics that it found. So there, there was way more value in the, the feedback we got from the supplement experts. We also thought that the SME, uh, that they uncovered specific use cases which were really relevant to the customer. So they sort of used their imagination and came up with, uh, well, wait a minute, if you have this, then that is also important. And then you should take this into account, sort of a reasoning like that. And that was not the case with the chat GPT output. It was just limited to the content. So we asked a question and we got an answer and it was limited to that. So maybe that is that is a strong point. So you don't go beyond that. But uh, we actually uh, learned a lot from the the the, uh, the, uh, the added information by the separate expert. 
Um, what we really were missing any really uh, didactical understanding in the feedback we got, got from ChatGPT. It was just like, yeah, basically it was just uh, based on the text. It didn't have any understanding of didactics and didactical value. While an SME, they were really able to understand the differences in, and, and understand the significance of that requirement. So um, we also uh, got really different kind of overviews. And you know, the question is, which one was better? But it was, was really different. What sort of the, uh, we asked like, uh, give five arguments, pro or con. And they were really uncomparable. Uh, the, in, in our mind, the topics that SME presented were more valid. But at the same time, there were a couple of really surprising ones uh, with the AI-generated ones. So it's not like a, a pure win if you want to, to talk in those terms for the SME here. I think that uh, the, the AI bot scored a couple of points there. But uh, yeah, it, it depends on, on what you were looking and uh, also the SME could provide more context, for example, by, wait a minute, if you do this, so I have a screenshot of a tool that I know it looks like this, and it's really interesting because that would make a big difference. So things like, again, extra things like that uh, were uh, not available in the, in the AI bots information. But we found it really different. And again, it sort of underlines it. What you get is really good generic content on a certain topic or a certain domain and organize immensely impressively. So for example, if you just ask, give me a course outline on a certain topic, you will be blown away by the AI components, what it can actually do. But if you think about, can I use this as a course, then you need to do a lot of work on it. So it sort of underlines that it doesn't have that specific for the company, but also it lacks the, the, the knowledge. And for example, if you talk about learning, it lacks the knowledge of didactics to really uh, turn things around and take it one step further, and you can, and that's something that people will do. So all in all, really interesting, and I think it's yeah, just the start of a whole conversation basically, because uh, it's also just the beginning of our whole journey with AI. I know all altering tools are looking into it. We are uh, as EC generator looking into it, uh, implementing things as we speak, and I think it's really promising uh, technology. Um, but it has its limitations and the power, of course, uh, of that technology is to use it in the right way. Then you have the, the, the most benefit. And I think that's something that, uh, well, we're learning while we're going. And I think that uh, it's, it's just really interesting what's happening right now. But I think AI, uh, really, really interesting. But I, I stick to my position that it's more like a supportive content than something that will take over. It has just too many limitations, at least for now. So thank you for listening. So if you want to reach out uh, to me, uh, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn or via the comments in the, the podcast. You can also email directly with at Casper at easygenerator.com. Uh, if you have any questions on, for example, AI, if you have a different opinion, if you already are working with certain AI things that, that give you a certain, well, a view on, on, on the topic that is either positive or negative, uh, yeah, please share that with me. If you have a related topic uh, on uh, the topic, for example, on AI or uh, chatbots that we now uh, see popping up all over the place, let me know. Happy to, to dive in deeper and uh, to present that in a podcast episode or even do an interview with you. So feel free to leave a question on the podcast page at easygenerator.com uh, slash podcast. And yeah, if you're using AI, let me know uh, how are you using it? 
and are you using it beyond the obviously so of course uh, ai can create like a summary for you easily and uh, anybody can do that but did you already found in those bots new ways that you can do and or were you really surprised positively or negatively about the outcome let me know so i'm, I'm really uh, uh, hoping to get more information on that so we have a new podcast episode every week on Tuesday, so I hope to see you next week. Goodbye. This podcast is brought to you by Easy Generator, an easy-to-use authoring tool for subject matter experts. At Easy Generator, we want to empower employees in the business to capture and share their knowledge. How do we do it? By designing an intuitive and simple platform that anyone can use to create learning content for their organizations. To learn more, visit us at easygenerator.com.